All right, welcome back to another edition of Tony D Podcast as we head into the 4th of July weekend. I hope you have awesome plans to have some fun, get outside, and enjoy friends and family. Uh, a lot of racing to get into on this episode. We'll have a Pacers episode tomorrow. Uh, I'm kind of talking about Rick Carlisle, what they can do in the NBA draft, um, and what the franchise will look like moving forward and where we are with that. Uh, so IndyCar this weekend heads to Mid-Ohio. NASCAR will be at Road America for the first time. And the SRX Series will be at Lucas Oil Raceway out in Claremont coming up on Saturday evening. That'll be a lot of fun. That's a series that is continuing to gain momentum. Uh, they listen to the fans. They've made some changes. And we've seen guys really take this seriously, get competitive. We saw Bobby Labonte and Paul Tracy last week. Tony Stewart's won the last two races. Uh, Haley Deegan ran well last week. Elio Castro-Neves, I think, is second in points right now. Uh, so good for our boy Elio there. Um, he may be on this podcast in the next couple of weeks. he got something in the works that uh, I can't bring up quite yet. But uh, it's going to be awesome if I can grab him for a few minutes. I, I know I will be seeing him, but uh, we'll keep you posted on that. But back to the SRX series. Look, it's been fun. I, I love the fact that the diversity of the drivers from where they come from, their backgrounds has been has been huge. Whether it's IndyCar, NASCAR, um, you know, we've seen modified drivers. We've seen some of these USAC guys like Cody Swanson get a chance, and that's been awesome to see. I think Bobby Santos was in the car this weekend for SRX. He'll also be racing against Cody Swanson um, for the AJ Foyt Championship, which is the uh, sprint car and midgets um, races that we've seen. There was one two Thursdays ago on the Jeff Gordon night, and then the, and then the what was Carb Day night, which turned into um, race day eve morning, so to speak, after the rains came. Uh, so you're going to get your money's worth if you go out to Lucas Oil Raceway. I know they do an autograph session. You should be able to meet most of the drivers. Um, Always a great place to watch a race is Lucas Oil Raceway. I've always said this. One of my favorite memories growing up was going there with my grandfather, watching you know Silver Crown on Thursday night, Trucks on Friday night, Bush slash Nationwide slash Xfinity on Saturday night, um, and then you'd have the Brickyard 400 on Sunday. But I always said that the best race of the weekend was always that truck or that Xfinity race uh, the nights prior to that. And I think you'll see that again. Arca put on a pretty good show the last couple of years. The problem with Arca is at that track is guys go a lap down so quickly, and you've really only got eight to ten drivers battling for a win. Um, and I love the Arca series. I try to watch as many uh, Arca Menard series races as possible. We went to Winchester last year. Um, you know, I just I like to watch. But but the problem is you get a lot of guys with high budgets that are you know there's eight to ten of those cars, and you get a lot of guys that are just out there driving around, and it doesn't end up being as competitive as what maybe it could be. So I think we'll see great racing coming up uh, Saturday night from Lucas Oil Raceway. So if you're heading out there, you'll certainly get your money's worth. I know Tony Stewart's going to be damn good there. Bobby Santos will be damn good. Um, and we'll see what some of these other guys can do that, um, you know, have maybe never raced there before or have lack of experience on short ovals. So it should certainly be interesting to see um, what goes on out there at Lucas Oil Raceway. So if you're heading on out there, you're spending your 4th of July, um, let me know, send me pictures, and enjoy yourself. The Tonity Podcast, as always, brought to you by the UPS Store on Geist up on Oleo Road, 
four for all of your needs, especially when it comes to packing and shipping. The UPS store understands the importance of getting your items to your customers, colleagues, and loved ones safely. That is why when you have your package professionally packed by your local UPS store certified packing expert, it is backed with their pack and ship guaranteed. Visit the UPS store, upsstore.com, the UPS store on Oleo Road Store, 5100-317-578-0094. They are open daily till 7 o'clock. Let's shift over to IndyCar, and there's a lot to talk about with this. Um, So it was announced last week Ryan Norman was going to make his first career start in IndyCar. He had a pretty bad accident last week in testing uh, for Dale Coyne Racing, and um, he's okay. Uh, The car was fixed, but um, so that'll be interesting to see when he makes his his debut coming up this weekend. Uh, I think Roman Grosjean also in that test had had an incident um a lot to dive into so Renus VK is coming back he's still up there in the points I think he's fifth or sixth didn't really lose a lot by missing Road America out of the championship unless he goes on a route and wins every race the rest of the way um but Alex Pillow as we know put a stranglehold on the championship last weekend um Pato Award is right there in second and I think it's between those two. Unless somebody like Dixon or um, even you know Will Power gets going, uh, I think it's going to come down between Pelo and Pato Award to be a first-time IndyCar champion. And you shouldn't be surprised. It's something that we've talked about all year since the beginning of the season. Like these guys are going to win races. And as as great as the veteran core of drivers have been, you know Sada winning the 500 last year, Scott Dixon being Scott Dixon, Will Power still being able to get it done. Um, other drivers that are in their late 30s at Carpenter, Simon Pagino, those guys. The young guns are here, and they're here to stay. And that includes Pato Award, Alex Pillow, um, and some of those other drivers like Renus VK, and maybe even Oliver Askew, who will not be in the car this weekend, but has done a pretty good job, I thought, um, moving forward with the opportunities that he's been given the last two weeks with Ed Carpenter Racing and in the 7 car for Aero McLaren SP. Um, Felix Rosenquist returns this weekend as well. There's going to be a lot of musical chairs played. I, I kind of hinted at this last week as far as the off season or maybe the silly season. I would not be surprised if James Hinchcliffe, as mentioned, is out of that 29 car. Now, if Genesis keeps the sponsorship and wants him in, he would probably stay. But the results just haven't been there for James Hinchcliffe. Um, and he's got an opportunity to have a second career in racing after being a driver by going and running, or excuse me, by going and being a commentator, maybe even running SRX, but being a commentator, um, I was told that the plan with him with NBC Sports last year, uh, before this all came about, and obviously uh, before COVID, was to have James be an IndyCar analyst, whether he's in the pits, which I think he's great in the pits. It's I'm not knocking what he does in the booth. I think he's great in the pits because... The drivers that get out of the car who may be pissed off or who may be frustrated are going to talk to James because they know that James knows how it is and knows what that driver is feeling and going through. And you can watch and listen and learn, but we will never know the emotions and what goes in and out of it for a race car driver uh, from any series. So. I was told that James Hinchcliffe was going to move to NBC booth. Maybe that changes now that he's doing stuff for CBS with SRX. But they also wanted him to be a commentator, maybe a interviewer for the Olympics. 
send him to the Winter Olympics, things that involve speed, um, even finesse, I think he'd be great at. He's a great uh, spirit and a great um, voice for the sport. And um, I think that that's certainly in the realm of possibility. Now, Ryan hunter Ray, same goes with DHL, but there was a lot of guys. Kyle Kirkwood is going to be vying for that spot. Um, you know, and, and, and we'll really know if they decide, if Andretti decides maybe at the end of the year or a couple of races towards the end of the year to field another car for a guy like Kyle Kirkwood or maybe even an Oliver Askew who ran Indy Lights for Andretti Autosports. So I do certainly think there'll be some shakeups there. Um, Foyt, I think there could be some shakeups. I don't know what they're going to do with Dalton Kellett. He has made some gains this year but has not been um, in contention for a podium, a top five, and, and, and really even a top ten, if we're being honest here. Um, we'll see if Jimmy Johnson decides that he wants to come full-time. We'll see um, what that would do for Tony Kanan. Does he maybe take some sponsorship and go to one of those Andretti cars that could be vacated um, by Hunter Ray or James Hinchcliffe? It looks like Simon Pagino, like I said last week, is probably going to get one more year at Team Penske. I think Renus VK is going to stay put at Ed Carpenter Racing at least for another year. We'll see if Felix Rosenquist and the number seven car split ways. Um, there's a lot of things, a lot of movement um, that is going to come. I know that Ray Hall wants to field a third car full time. Um, we'll see Santino Ferrucci in that car this weekend again. And then I think we'll see other drivers get a chance to operate or pilot that car at other races i still think spencer pickett will get a look um maybe some lights drivers uh, but i think ray hall is certainly ray hall and Lanigan racing as a whole is certainly uh, wanting to have a third car next year and i think high v has a lot to do with that they've been a great sponsor a great activation partner uh for not only ray hall but for indycar as well as far as Mid-Ohio goes, look, this is a race that Simon Pagano has ran really well here. I tweeted this the other day. you got to start up front. Starting up front at this track, just as much as like the road course at IMS, I think is a huge factor in winning this race. Um, Simon Pagano has been great. I think we've had eight, other la- eight different winners in the last eight races at Mid-Ohio, if I'm not mistaken. I think Scott Dixon has won multiple times over the last couple of years. And I think it's 10 out of the last 12, dating back to Charlie Kimball's win in 2013. Did Kimball win it in 2013, I want to say? Um, so, yeah, a lot to look for. Um, I expect guys like Jack Harvey to have a great weekend. A little bit of pressure on him just for the fact that you're in the backyard of Meyer Shank Racing. And Harvey's done a really good job of qualifying this year. It just hasn't been there for him when it comes to results. Um, I think Alex Pillow will have a great weekend. That 10 car was in contention there last year with Felix Rosenquist um, behind the wheel. I always love Mid-Ohio. Great racetrack. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, talking a little NASCAR real quick. Looking forward to seeing them go to Road America. That'll be a great race. Um, when you think about NASCAR, what I said during kind of the COVID era was they have not been afraid to try new tracks, try different race times. I think we saw Bristol last year ran on a Wednesday night and they said, Hey, let's go give road America a chance. It's, it's, it's given us some good races with the Xfinity series and that'll be a lot of fun. I love NASCAR on road courses. I think it's always exciting and we'll see what happens coming up 
um, up in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin this week. Trackhouse Racing announced that they have bought, they will buy Chip Ganassi Racing. Um, good for Chip. I mean, uh, this was, I'm not saying the writing was on the wall, but if you sit back and think about it, you're not too shocked by the fact that Chip did this. I mean, there's probably a lot of money involved. Uh, Chip has always been IndyCar first, which is totally fine. That's how he operates his business. And, you know, this is one of those things where um, you got a chance to make some money. Chip's not getting any younger. No offense, Chip. Love you. But um, this is the opportunity to get out of it, make some money, help out Justin Marks, a guy that he's helped out before and, and has given rides to. And, you know, I'm sure that he's happy with the decision. I'm sure it was difficult. Um, but he's fielded cars in NASCAR for, what, over 20, 25 years. So um, congratulations to both sides. I mean, Justin Marks, Pitbull, um, Daniel Suarez has made great strides this year. He's had some really good runs. We saw uh, we saw that over the weekend. I know that Kyle Busch and Bowman ended up being your winners. Tough luck for Kyle Larson. Um, ends up, still ends up eighth and then comes back and finishes second. The guy's on an absolute tear. Um, he is on that. I mean, it's very Jeff Gordon – uh, 1996, 98, 98-wise. I think 98 is when he had all those wins. Um, but 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 very Jeff Gordon-like on the tear that Kyle Larson's been on. So um, that's been fun to watch and check out. So be sure to uh, tune in all the racing this weekend. Let me know what you think. And uh, we'll have more next week when it comes to a busy weekend of racing. Hopefully uh, you'll get a, get out, spend some time with friends and family, enjoy the weekend. As always, thanks to Flooring Is Forever. Flooringisforever.com, 317-755-1246. Flooringisforever.com. Check out their awesome reviews with over 20 years of experience here locally in Indianapolis. If you're looking to upgrade the flooring in your home or business, Flooring Is Forever has you covered. Big thanks to Harley for the support of the podcast. Uh, and if you're looking for some plans Friday night, head on down to the Fulling Warehouse right off of Mass Ave. Um, I'll talk about that a little bit later, uh, a little bit more next week on that concept and how that was born. You'll certainly love that. Thanks for listening, and uh, as always, thanks for the support. Have a great weekend.